Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to a Lore Party minigame, a podcast about our favorite video games and the stories they tell. I'm Mike Ferris. And the game award for game of the year goes to God of War. 2018 has been another fantastic year for video games. From small titles like Celeste, Hollow Knight, Dead Cells, to big budget blockbusters like Forza Horizon 4, Red Dead Redemption 2, Spider-Man, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, there is seemingly a glut of amazing titles for all audiences. Though one thing did jump out to me when I looked over all of the games that came out this year. And that was the number of reboots and reimaginings of classic franchises. Specifically today, I want to talk about two. Sony's God of War reboot sequel thing, which sold amazingly well and garnered critical acclaim. And Square Enix's third game in their tedious Tomb Raider reboot trilogy, which received slightly above average reviews, but sales and fan interest was down the tubes. I can't help but to wonder how God of War managed to succeed in rebooting, while Tomb Raider just kind of fell by the wayside. Of course, there are mechanical reasons behind this, but most of all, I think it was the story and characters that caused this disparity. First of all, let's take a look at the overall goals of both of these reboots, outside of the obvious business reasons. God of War continues the story of Kratos, years after he took his revenge on the Olympian gods, and is now on a journey with his son Atreus to bury the remains of Kratos' second wife, Fae. The game is literally about two men growing older in order to bury the past. It's a sensible path for a reboot of a series. Feature the same character, but make him grow and change as a person. The short-tempered and Frankly, childish Kratos from the first trilogy of games from the PS2 era has grown up to become the man he always thought he was, all the while trying to prevent his son from making the same mistakes that Kratos made when he was younger. Not only does this path show respect for the characters, but I think it shows respect for the player as well. Many of us who grew up playing the original God of War trilogy are now old enough to worry about things like getting old and caring for kids, many of the topics that the reboot covers. It's the rare reboot that is not based in nostalgia. If anything, it's the opposite. The developers and writers respected the audience's growing maturity and, in turn, made a game for that more mature audience. In comparison, the Tomb Raider reboot trilogy is a reboot that is caked in nostalgia. All three games in the reboot trilogy were marketed as being an origin story of the Lara Croft character. Prior to this year's release, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, narrative director for that game, Jason Dozios, said, quote, The reboot has been about bringing a more grounded version of Lara, unquote, and we will see her, quote, become the Tomb Raider, unquote. What the hell that means, I have no idea. 
while it is true that Laura was initially conceived to be a fantasy-ish character, she's not more of a superhero than your average video game protagonist. If anything, Laura has always been fairly well-grounded. She couldn't take a lot of damage during firefights, and acrobatics required a lot of effort out of the player. Aside from the famous or infamous design that Laura had and evolved over time, there's nothing really to bring back down to Earth. She was there to begin with. Even from a narrative perspective, there's no real reason the character need to be rebooted to begin with. The Tomb Raider games were never in themselves story or character driven. The first four games in the series were more exploration playgrounds and exotic locations and any plot was merely a MacGuffin for that exploration and a few light combat scenarios. After those first four games, the developer, Core Design, the original developers of Tomb Raider, simply killed off the Lara Croft character. In their eyes, the character has run its course. Even fans who wanted a backstory for Lara Croft got their wish a few years later with Tomb Raider Chronicles, and surprise, that backstory is not that interesting. The Tomb Raider games kept falling into the same prequel trap that befell Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Going back and telling backstory isn't a good way to evolve characters or a lore. It's just telling stories that didn't need to be told to begin with. Since the release of Tomb Raider Chronicles, there have been three different attempts to reboot the character of Lara Croft. Angel of Darkness was a darker, edgier title that reeks of mid-2000s edginess. Tomb Raider Legend was a lighthearted throwback to the classic style of games. And now, 2013's Tomb Raider and the subsequent trilogy was a throwback reboot again. Only this time ripping off Sony's Uncharted series with a more combat focus. Simply put, I do not know what they are trying to do with the modern Tomb Raider era. Their stated goals have been attempted before and have failed before. Instead of trying to grow the character, they're simply giving everyone more of the same Lara Croft, but in an Uncharted shell. It doesn't please longtime fans and non-Tomb Raider fans have no reason to pick up a B-tier competitor to better games. This disparity between the two characters' reboots is a good example of the difference between a character actually being a character versus just being a marketing mascot. Kratos and the God of War series were created in an era that first saw video games actually trying to emulate Hollywood with grandiose cutscenes and A-list vocal performances. And a great consequence of this emulation was that we started to actually get mainstream third-dimensional characters who had hopes and dreams and faults and real emotions. Tomb Raider and Lara Croft, on the other hand, were made in the same era as Sonic, Crash Bandicoot, and Spyro. Really fun mascots, to be fair, but any depth to them ended with their designs and gameplay mechanics. Not to say there can't be a good Tomb Raider or Lara Croft game in the modern era, but going back to try to recapture nostalgia is misguided and doesn't seem to make anybody happy. 2019 is slated to continue the tradition of the remake and reboot, with reboots of the Crackdown, Devil May Cry, Shenmue, and Halo series, and I hope those games can learn from the success of God of War and dare to evolve their characters. 
Otherwise, they're in danger of falling into the same traps as the Tomb Raider series did and just release high-budgeted, high-produced boredom. Thank you all for listening, and thank you all for listening to these mini games throughout 2018. Uh, it's a it's a fun project that I feel like I'm I'm privileged to uh, to be able to do. So I I appreciate everybody who uh, who listens to all these episodes. Uh, it's it's a really fun project to uh, to do, and uh, I'll see you all in 2019. Thank you very much. This lore party mini game is executive produced by Abu Zafar and produced by me, Michael Ferris. Check out our, our Twitter and Instagram at lore underscore party and check out our Twitch page at twitch.tv slash lore underscore party. We're going to be live streaming a lot during 2019. So uh, check it out and hang out with us and subscribe to Lore Party on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us a review there. Uh, it really helps us grow the show. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>